Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Power Hour in style with a voicemail received earlier in the show. So without further ado, here we go. This is Moneyball Matt calling from the I-20 Cost Cannon. This is a message 
for Chris. Chris, you just you just been a real flat dick lately, and all you tweet about is Clemson, and you need to worry about your regional over Campbell. Campbell, freaking Campbell, dude. Stop being a flat dick and uh, go Tigers. <laughs> you know, you, you just throw up a couple of tweets about Clemson. It, it doesn't have to be many. Two or three. And all of a sudden, all we're worried about is what Clemson's doing. I, it, it's just funny. I don't know why Tiger fans are so triggered today on social media. I don't know if they're worried about what Tennessee is going to I don't know what they're concerned about, but my they are the gift that keeps on delivering day in, day out on social media. So thank you for that, guys. Now the phone lines are officially open, 843-790-3377. And again, you can call that number, text that number, leave us a comment on YouTube or if you're in the Big Cock Club Discord. You can join Brendan M. in the TDC Questions channel on his slap dickery. It's just a common occurrence with Brendan. I'm just kidding. We love Brendan M. Um, in the Discord, Brendan says that uh, Bobby Petrino isn't going to work at Texas A&M, and here's the biggest Garrett Riley stand on the face of the planet. You know, call me a Garrett Riley stand. I, I think he's a good OC. I mean, I, I you know, here's the thing. If you want to say that I'm wrong, that's fine. But it would be me being wrong and a lot of other people being wrong. And where maybe I'm different than others is this. Just because you put on a Gamecock shirt, it doesn't make you good at what you do. It doesn't make you better than what you are. You are what you are. Or if you put on the rival shirt or another shirt or whatever, doesn't matter what logo you have, you are what you are. If Garrett Riley had came to South Carolina, we would be singing his praises as the best OC in college football. Would we not? You can't even say we wouldn't. So, I'm not telling you that Clemson's going to beat South Carolina. I'm not telling you they're going to win a national championship, but did they upgrade an offensive coordinator? Yeah. They got a good OC. Is he probably going to make their offense better? Yeah. I mean, they literally replaced their version of Marcus Satterfield with Garrett Riley, who was the hottest commodity of offensive coordinators. I, I mean, I'm like, they upgraded. It's just, they upgraded. They did. They upgraded. So, am I the biggest Garrett Riley stand? I guess that's up for debate. If you think so, that's fine. But, like, I would feel the same way about him if he came to Carolina. So, I cannot sit here and lie to you and tell you that I think he sucks. I don't think Garrett Riley does suck. I think he's a pretty damn good OC. How good will he be and will it work out? We shall see. But, uh, you know, again, when you talk about that game and why it'll be more difficult, it'll probably be more difficult because they'll be more competent on the offensive side. Brennan also says, because I give him, I, I, I jabbed at him a little bit. Says you think Garrett Riley sucks? You simply don't know ball. He says I'm sure I can find plenty of examples. Of you not knowing ball either. Well, Brendan, all of my thoughts are documented on the internet. So I'm willing. Hey, sometimes I don't know ball. You are correct. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Dalton. Dalton, what's up, man? How are you? How's it going? Uh clip about the hardest games and whatnot and one of the hardest games I'd like to push back a little bit on your uh, on your sort of synopsis that you don't think you know uh, Tennessee is going to go back to seven and six six and six you know like they they uh, are apt to do um, because 
I'd like to remind you that Jeremy Pruitt had Tennessee as a top 10 team in the country at one point. Do you remember that? That's a very good point. You are correct. That that indeed did. I'm pretty sure Butch Jones had early success too, if I recall correctly. So what makes you think that now that they have Josh Heupel, and I'm not going to say Josh Heupel is a bad coach. I think he's a pretty good coach, but do I think he's the next coming of uh, Nick Saban? Do I think he's going to turn Tennessee into a dynasty? No, I don't. Do I think uh, Joe Milton is going to be a Heisman contender? Uh, no, I don't. Can he throw the ball a long way? Yes, yes, he absolutely can. But watching you know clips in practice of him throwing the ball 80 yards, I don't remember you know on a football field how often you know throwing a a, a ball 80 yards down the field to a receiver comes up in the game of football for the most part. So, um, you know, you can say I'm sleeping on Tennessee. I'm a Tennessee hater, uh, which I will readily admit to. But uh, I I personally don't think that Tennessee is the second uh, hardest team that we're going to play this year. And I'll tell you this, Dalton, to be fair, we've mentioned this before. One of the reasons I think Tennessee admittedly is getting the hype they are, and I don't know if you want to call it respect, but – benefit of the doubt they're getting is because they're Tennessee and they've historically done it. And so I think people expect that they can, I don't know, sustain it or easy. They can more easily get back to that level than maybe a South Carolina can or whatever. I mean, I, I'll, I'll just say this. I look at Tennessee. Do I think they're going to be as good as last year? No. Like if they slip back to eight and four, would I be shocked? Um, I think a lot of people believe in Heupel's offensive scheme or system, which you know, some people might label it as gimmicky or what have you, but, um, you know, it, it's worked. Thus far, it's just, it's just worked, bottom line. And uh, they have high-flying offenses, and anytime you have that, you have a chance to win a lot of games. So, um, you know, I, I think that's why they're getting some benefit of the doubt. Also, people, the, the general consensus is they've improved on the, on the defensive side based off the players they've added. So, you know, Tennessee could take a step back. There's no question. They lost a lot from last year. They lost a lot, but, you know, maybe Josh Heupel turns into Jeremy Pruitt or, or Butch Butch Jones or what have you. I don't tend to think so, but I, I will say to your point that uh, Tennessee is getting a little bit more benefit of the doubt than like a South Carolina would based off similar results. I know the Gamecocks didn't win 10 or 11 games last year, but Camberline is getting far less credit than, say, a Tennessee is coming into this season. So yeah, that that's that's my main thing with that. As far as the uh as far as what Brendan was talking about about uh you know, Garrett Riley, the new OC at Clemson. Um, in my opinion, players uh make coaches look good. Um Clemson has good players, but do I think that Kay Klubnick is gonna be as good as some of the quarterbacks that Clemson has had recently? Probably not. Um I just don't see it. I could be proven wrong, but I'm, I'll just say I, I will feel very good going into that game, mm -hmm. most likely, you know, if we have even somewhat of a solid season this year that we could beat Clemson and go 2-0. Um, yeah. You know, the, the whole new OC thing doesn't bother me nearly at all. I know Garrett Riley probably is a very good OC. Is he a better play caller? You know, and all the things you want a good OC to, to do, he probably does it better than what Streeter did. But at the same time, he's not the one out there on the field playing. Mm -hmm. 
And as far as I can tell, the, the Clemson players that are out on the field playing on offense don't scare me that much. So that that's just kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean, for sure. And we got them on our home field. Right. No, for sure. And listen, Gamecock fans should be very, very confident going into that ball game. Um, I just, for me, it's like I sang the praises of Garrett Riley on the OC search, and I feel like I would sound very foolish to all of a sudden just because of what school he went to that wasn't South Carolina to completely flip and say this guy's a trash OC. But to your point – it is the players that make plays. It's the Jimmys and Joes. It's not necessarily all of the coaches. So um, I, I don't think Kate Club is some Heisman Trophy winner. Carolina should be very confident going into that game because, I mean, look what you just did last year going to their field. You got them on the home field now. Willie B, we know Willie B will be rocking. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's plenty of reason for game fans to be confident in that one. I just – I'll be curious. I mean, I, I just think for them it's their version of going from – Satterfield to anybody else, and that anybody else happens to be Garrett Riley, who is one of the hottest commodities for OC. But to the point you've made, Brendan's made, I've made, many people have made uh, during this OC thing, not to rehash it, but just because you have a lot of hype and a lot of expectations, it doesn't mean you're going to pan out. And just because you're a slept-on guy who not many people have even heard of you, it doesn't mean you're not going to work out and have a lot of success. So you just really never know, and uh, we'll find out a lot before that game when those two teams play. And then uh, sort of, you know, going back to baseball, my question to you is, you know, on on your confidence level, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel about going into this regional? Because in my view, it should be a pretty easy path. I know there's been a lot of uh, pundits on Twitter today talking about, oh, you know, Campbell is this uh, team, you know, they should be a host. There's some powerhouse, you know, they should scare whoever – is there, but you know, I look at Campbell and I, I just don't see it. You know, I mean, they haven't played teams with very much talent in the regular season. Uh, they're a mid-major team. They may be a very good mid-major team, but if we get matched up against Campbell in a, in a potential, uh, you know, regional final, I would feel confident, uh, you know, winning two out of three against mm-hmm. Campbell. Yeah, you know, you, you definitely, when you look at Campbell's resume and you just go through their schedule, you, you do question who they've played. I mean, just naturally, right? They have not played the schedule that, that South Carolina has played, right? They, they just haven't. So, uh, as far as confidence level, Dalton, out of 10, I, I'll say, I will say a 6.5. And that's a little bit lower than I want to say, but I'm really trying to be honest with myself. I am confident, Dalton. I'm more so, though. I mean, I agree with you. I I look at the slate, Central Connecticut State you should handle. NC State's a dangerous ACC team, but they've been abysmal away from Raleigh. And, I mean, they're just, you know, an inconsistent bunch. I mean, they're not one of the elites in college baseball. And then Campbell, who, again, they're going to have this chip on their shoulder. But, you know, in regards to who South Carolina has played, how do they stack up with SEC competition, I think that'll be interesting to see. I'm just more so worried about South Carolina, man. That's really what it comes down to. I'm worried about the Gamecocks as a whole. You know, can they swing the stick? Will they be consistent on the bump? Like, I'm worried about the things Carolina can control more than anything. You know what I mean? So, um, well, in your in your opinion, what do you think is the best rotation to uh, roll out there this weekend? Because yeah. I mean, uh, in in my view, I think we should probably use 
Eli Jones maybe uh, for game one. Um, I I don't know. Maybe Becker for game one. I the the main issue is you don't want to use your best arm against Central Connecticut State. You kind of just have to use the a guy you're confident in, but you know not someone you would necessarily want to pitch during an elimination game. Hmm. Because if we lose game one, then it's then it's not we're we're in a very bad spot. But if we win game one like we should against Central Connecticut State, then I think we'll be in a pretty good position to make it to the final. And so this is, Dalton, something we'll talk about as the week progresses, but something, a really interesting point that you bring up in regards to how do you attack that game one? Because I've always, Dalton, been in the belief that you throw your best available when it's available. Like the whole strategy of let's save our best for game two or game three. I've never really believed in that, but you do make a good point. Like if, if Carolina had their fully healthy rotation, I'd say, Hey, just, just go about it as normal. Let's just throw our weekend rotation. Let's not change anything up. But the fact of the matter is you don't. Right. And so, you know, I think some of that you got to determine who is your number one guy right now. Would you say it's Jack Mahoney? Would you say it's Eli Jones? I mean, who, who's the, who's the number one dude right now? I'd probably say that Jack Mahoney is your number one because of the way he's been throwing the baseball. So to your point, Dalton, I could see them still going with Eli Jones on Friday. I could see a scenario where that makes a lot of sense. I think Will Sanders is going to probably be a bullpen guy. Um, I don't think at this point starting him, certainly thrusting him back into your rotation, but I don't think starting him makes a lot of sense. And so, but a big question to your point will be, who do you go with on the mound? Because you want to believe that, you can take care of Central Connecticut State. I mean, you, you just want to believe that, bottom line. But, hey, this is the field of 64, man. It's the postseason. You just never know. Baseball is a crazy game. So how Mark Kingston and company attack that is going to be really, really interesting in my mind um, because you don't want to sleep on your opponent, right? You don't want to take your opponent lightly. But at the same time, Dalton, you'd like to believe that you could throw your number two or three and get that W and be well-rested and have your best guys ready to go against the NC State and the Campbells of the world. So that that's it's going to be a huge storyline going into the weekend. And another thing is we get Braylon Wimmer back in the lineup, mm-hmm. which I think will be huge. Um, and Cole Messina, it looks like we're getting good news on him that he's going to be back in the lineup. So, I mean, our, our one through five in the lineup should stack up pretty well against basically any team in the country. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just – whether or not they can generate runs and produce runs the same way they were at the beginning of the season, because I believe, you know, that that's still in them to do it. They just have been struggling at the plate. So I don't know what it is. Hopefully, you know, the week and a half of rest will be good for, for them and we'll be able to get sort of locked in at the plate a little bit more. We'll be able to, play small ball I mean we've we've had the propensity to hit home runs playing at Founders Park so I kind of like where we are um you know again it's hard to be real real confident considering what we've seen Mm -hmm. the end of the regular season but I kind of just throw all that out the window and you know uh you start anew you know nothing in the regular season matters the only thing that matters is what you do from from here on out Mm -hmm. so 
And, you know, as far as the people saying they wanted Kingston fired this week, uh, I think that's kind of a slapdick <laughs> take. Obviously, I'm not a fan of Mark Kingston. But at the same time, I mean, you, you do have to let him play until all the outs are are over. You know, yeah. you you can't fire him before the season is, is actually over. Mm-hmm. We'll see where we end. And if he didn't, uh, you know, accomplish the standard by the end of the season, then, you know, I'll have no problem making a coaching change. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right now, you kind of just have to roll with what you got and, and hope that you're the guy that you have sitting in that head, head coach's seat can get us to where we want to go. Dalton, very well said, my friend. I appreciate you calling in. Always a pleasure chatting with you. No problem. Great stuff from Dalton there. He makes a lot of great points. And, yeah, I mean, I, I'd agree with him. Listen, I understand the, the whole Kingston chatter, but he, he wasn't going to get fired, guys, before before the postseason even gets going. It's just not going to happen. So, uh, anyways, let's get into your questions. I mean, again, we've got a ton of questions in the uh, YouTube chat and in the Big Cock Club Discord as well. By the way, how about Clemson? How about Clemson getting the early game on Friday, 1 p.m.? They take on Lipscomb. And I will tell you this, Tennessee-Charlotte, by the way, at 6 o'clock on ESPNU, that'll be a great game. But Dalton made a great point. What's so intriguing about this time of year now and beginning the field of 64 and the road to Omaha, and you know, is this, that, you know, these teams have gotten into these grooves, right? And a lot of teams have gotten in grooves of playing good baseball. And now you give them a week off, a week and a half, you change things up, you put a little bit more pressure on it. I mean, who knows? For some of these teams, the week, week and a half off will help. For some of these teams, they could go ice cold. And you don't have time to go ice cold. You play a a bad ball game or two and your season is over. So it'll be really interesting to see if the teams who have been hot can stay hot and if the teams who have been cold can snap out of that funk and, like Dalton said, start a new season. 
Uh, let's get into your questions. Madison Duncan, Tennessee will take care of Clem Suck. John Ebert, not a slapdick take on Kingston wanting him fired. John Ebert, he just meant like wanting him fired this week. It, obviously, he, it's not going to happen. It's going to happen end of season. Madison says, I can't wait to see the postseason game. Same here, man. I, I, I love the college baseball season. I love it. I, I, I love it. Um, let's see. Madison Duncan says, I guess the the or bust is out of the question. Yeah, it, it's it's uh super regionals or Mark Kingston should be fired in my mind. I again I, I just I stand by what I said, guys, all preseason. It was either you if you don't do that, you either miss the postseason, you lose in a regional on the road, which neither one of those two is gonna happen. So if you can't get out of your own home regional, that'll be enough for me. I, that that'll be enough for me. Absolutely. Um Matt says, college baseball top five most likely to take the natty in no particular order. LSU, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Wake Forest, and South Carolina. Do you guys agree? Are the Gamecocks one of the top five best bets to win it all? Will Hall says, just got back from the beach and checking in. So pumped we get to host and get the chance to for home baseball again. A great birthday present for me. Will Hall, happy birthday, my friend. And I uh, hope you're enjoying the beach and hope you guys are all enjoying whatever you're doing on Memorial Day weekend. Let's see. Cody Watkins, how do you feel about our regional? I feel good about it, Cody. I think it could have been worse. I, I think the NC State thing provides a really intriguing storyline. I'm going to do my very best. It's going to be tough. The, 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 um, uh, Finding someone who is a, what is it, Central Connecticut State? Yeah, finding a Central Connecticut State uh, analyst or beat writer or podcaster or whatever is going to be the toughest. But I'd really like to get someone from each team onto the show this week to give us sort of a primer, 10, 15-minute breakdown of their team, their season, their feelings going to the regional. So we're going to try to do that. But uh, I feel good about it, Cody. I mean, I think it could have been much worse. Uh, you know, again, Campbell's the most... like they should have hosted a breakdown of the Blue Devils later this week. Of course, that'll be Friday, right? We'll break down that game one. But, uh, you know, I, I feel I feel good about it. I've got optimism. I'm more intrigued just how this South kind of ball club plays. I, I really am, more than anything. Um, Sean Wells, do we have an update on McGillis? Sean, I have not seen one. John says... Kingston says Sanders is good to go this weekend and will likely have a bullpen roll. And that Cole Messina clear concussion protocol is now day-to-day and likely going to be good also. Great news. Great news to hear. Great news, John. Uh, we got some Clemson folks in here. CNT Sports Talk says, Slapdick Chris. That is me. How you doing? How's it going? Slapdick Chris is in the building. TaylorMade says, Tennessee is the biggest wild card in the tournament. I could see that, honestly. I could see that. Do not let the balls get hot in this tournament. I mean, I hope they get through the regional, obviously, but I could definitely see that. Twisted Rooster. Good afternoon, my friend. Appreciate you tuning in as well. Brian Dean says the Gamecocks will make a run. How about it? Let's see it. Um, Brandon says Boston College is the highest number two seed, 17 overall. Campbell is seeded 18 overall. Yeah. Boston College and the Tuscaloosa Regional. Going to be crazy. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Brian Dean, it's wild to me that a team with 40 losses can make the NCAA tournament. I mean, Brian, it's 
the conference tournament, man, if you go on a run and you win the conference tournament, you they 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 put you in. So I like it. I mean, I, I like it. It it, uh, it gives you some some incentive to win it, and if you can take advantage, then you're in. You're in. Madison says had a peaceful birthday yesterday. Today, celebrating Memorial Day and honoring those that died, so you and I can be free. God bless America, Madison. God bless America. And happy belated birthday, my friend. Happy birthday, Madison Duncan. What a legend. Sean Wells, would you keep Braswell in the lineup as a DH? I would. I would. That is a great question, Sean, as well, because you think about you're going to move Braylon Wimmer to short. What do you do with Brazzy? Got to figure that out. But I would keep Brazzy involved in the lineup, Sean, some way. Uh, let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Justin. Justin, what is up, my friend? How are you? Good, good, good. Um, happy Memorial Day to you. Happy Memorial Day to you as well, my friend. Thank you so much, and hope you had a fantastic weekend. What's going on? Yeah, hey Chris, uh, I was I kind of got stuck. I was supposed to Ouija. Um, we were thought we thought we were done for a bit here. You know, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I was hopeful. I thought South Carolina, because what they had done in SEC play, I thought they deserved to host, but I was expecting the worst and just hoping for the best. You know, we kept seeing projections that the Gamecocks would go on the road, and sure enough, here we are, man, postseason baseball at Founders. And, I mean, listen, anytime – I'll say this. What's happened in the regular season's happened. Anytime Gamecock baseball gets postseason baseball on their home field as a host, you like your chances. You like your chances. So I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I cannot wait to watch it. And uh, it's going to be a really fun weekend. Yeah, me too, Chris. I'm glad we kind of hosted. Now, now we, we got, Chris, all these seasons, though, well, we, got, we got two teams for the Southeast and I want the Northeast, right, Chris? Yes, NC State and Campbell out of Fayetteville, North Carolina, and then a Central Connecticut State, my friend. So looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to try to – I don't know if there's a Central Connecticut State podcast out there or what the deal is, but uh, I'm going to try to find one. Yeah, it is. It's got to be It's got to be in Northeast somewhere, right, Chris? I feel like I got a podcast somewhere, right, Chris? I mean, you, you would think somebody would talk Central Connecticut State baseball. I could be totally wrong, but uh, maybe there's somebody out there. Heck, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Chris, hope, we, hope, hope our father, hope your father too, you know, Chris? Say it again. Hey, Chris, I hope, I hope, I hope we find them, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think we're going to beat them, my guy. I, I do. I think so. I think so. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So they actually won three straight games coming out of the losers bracket to win the Northeast Conference. So, wow. Yeah. That's up, Chris. Hey, Chris, uh, how, 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 how was Cincinnati? Cincinnati was cool, man. Like I said, went and saw some family and uh, went and saw some family in Ohio. Uh, so, yeah, it was a good time, man. It was a really good time. Well, you got family at home, Chris. I, we did stay in Ohio, my friend. We did stay in Ohio. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Hey, Chris, before I got here, man, um, I got to tell you about the football schedule. Hey, Chris, guess who I want to see soccer play one day? You, want, you know who I want to see soccer play? Who's that? I want to see them play Southern Cal, uh, Colorado, and uh, Hawaii, and Arizona. I think, be, I think we need to start scheduling these West Coast teams. What do you think, Chris? 
Hawaii would be an incredible road trip. I'm down. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Because we haven't played Hawaii a long time, you know. Yeah. I, have we ever played them? I don't even know if we've ever played them. I think we did back in the uh, 70s. Really? Let's see. Uh, Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hawaii is 2-0 and against South Carolina. Uh, let's see. Hmm. The two games took place 1977. Hawaii won 24 to 7. And in 1981, wow. they won 33 to 10. And both of these games were in Hawaii. Wow. Jim Carlin was the head coach of both of those teams. So how about that? Wow. How about that? That's awesome. That's awesome, Chris. Hey, Chris. The I more you know. Yeah. Say it again? Yeah, Chris. I. I think we need to get Hawaii back at SoPo, right, Chris? We we need payback. We <laughs> we need payback on Hawaii for what they did to us back in the late seventies, early eighties. I didn't I didn't even know that. So yeah, let's get our payback. Why not? Yeah, yeah. And Chris, hopefully, hopefully somebody scares Hawaii like whole whole series to make sure we can probably get payback. You know. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. And, and Chris, if I got, if I, and Chris, I like to see soccer get payback. Of, and Chris, who you see we get payback one day? Who do I want to see us get payback on? Um, I'd like to see us get payback on Florida this year. How about that? Oh, yeah. Me too, Chris. Hey, Chris, I'd like to get payback against Missouri, too. Yeah. No, dude, hey, definitely Mizzou. God, I should have said Mizzou. Definitely Mizzou. We owe them one and then some. Oh, yeah. And, Chris, we got to get Georgia, too, you know. Hey, we got a lot of them we got to get, my guy. We got a lot of them we got to get. Yeah. And, Chris, we got to get Notre Dame back, too. We got to schedule, too, at some point. Notre Dame. Yep, Notre Dame's another one. Notre Dame's another one. You are absolutely right, my friend. Yeah. Because, Chris, we're not going to schedule all the teams, right, Chris? No, we won't schedule them all. We got to pick and choose our battles. Yeah, because we got to choose them all. Hey, we we got to play Cowboy, too. That'd be our first matchup with them hot, Chris. Yeah, it would. It would indeed. It would indeed. So, we'll see, hey, man. Get we'll, Deion Sales back, too. I think yeah, get, get Deion Sales back. Yeah, get them all back. Like I said, we got we got a lot of people that we owe a, owe a butt whooping to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, that Deion Sales is something, boy. Huh? He, he's uh, something, yeah. I, I'm curious to see how he does at Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, whatever I said, man. Hey, Justin, I appreciate the call, man. Always a pleasure to chat with you. You too. Take care. Go Gamecocks. Yes, sir. Take care. Go Gamecocks, Justin. I appreciate you. Landon White, what has to happen for us to host a Super Regional? South Carolina has to win their regional, and Florida has to get bounced. So if Florida wins their regional, it won't matter. Carolina will be heading to Gainesville. But we've seen the Gators be susceptible before to – Losing in a regional round, so you never know. It certainly could happen. Uh, let's see. Landon says, feel like Kingston should be fired if we don't go to Omaha. As I mentioned to you guys, I'm going to let all the dust settle before I say anything about fire the coach, what this, that, whatever. And that's really the biggest reason, Landon. That's the biggest reason because if I had said fire, I mean, there are plenty of times where it would have made sense to say fire Mark Kingston, where it felt like it would have made sense. But if this team does something crazy, goes to Omaha, Everybody who said fire Mark Kingston, it's like, I mean, dude, he's back. He's back. You can't fire a coach that goes to Omaha, right? 
Joseph, yeah, if Texas Tech beats Florida and Carolina wins their regional, we will be hosting Super Regional Baseball at Founders Park. You are correct. Mm, let's see. Let's see. Brandon says, we need Sanders and Messina back healthy. No doubt. And it sounds like they will be healthy. Justin said, we're going to have to go with a Tampa Bay Rays-style bullpen game to advance, unfortunately, because we don't really have the starting pitching depth right now. I mean, that'll certainly, guys, be one of the biggest storylines and one of the question marks is who do the Gamecocks start in game one? I do agree with Dalton that you feel like, and you hate to, I, I hate to knock the competition because this is the postseason. Like, everybody in the postseason is good. So I hate to knock the competition and say, well, we can just start, you know, whoever. We don't have to start our best. We can go with our our third or fourth guy or what have you. Like, we, we don't need to start our best arm, right? I think that's a good way to get beat. I really do. That's a good way to get beat, taking your opponent lightly like that. So, you know, I, I would say I think Eli Jones gets the baseball. If I had to guess, I think Eli Jones will get the baseball on Friday. I do. Uh, let's see. Travi says, let's just focus on the regional and save the fire talk, no doubt. Um, Andrew, the textbook, anybody shocked today when they saw Tulane's record? Yeah, it's because, listen, Andrew, the textbook's because Tulane won their conference tournament. That's why they are hosting. Or excuse me, not hosting. That's why they're in the postseason. So, you know, that is why. As uh, as crazy as as crazy as it sounds, and you know, as crazy as it seems or it looks, if you will. So. Again, guys, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Andrew, the text said, I'm not worried with game one. I may save my ace for game two when we may face Campbell. Okay, so Andrew the textbook says he would save his ace for that game, that potential game, I should say, against the Campbells. Okay. Andrew the textbook, the good thing is the Campbell-NC State game's right before ours, so we'll know who we'll play as soon. Squeeze title of the streaming service where they will stream every game. I mean, every game will be on on, on Squeeze Play. So, um, yeah. Travi says our team might benefit from not going up against SEC arms. Let's remain positive and get behind the boys. Travi, I think most, I think a lot of Gamecock fans are positive going in the weekend. I think even with, and I could be wrong, but I think that even with the struggles down the stretch, 
I think most people still look at it as, okay, we're, we know what this team's capable of. If they get healthy and being at home, there's a good chance that this team could make a run. Now, you're going to have your pessimistic people who checked out on, on the season a couple of weeks ago, but whatever. Who cares? Who cares? I think most are still pretty damn optimistic because, again, guys, like I said, as much as win anyway is a part of Carolina baseball, as much as the Garnet and Black and Founders Park is, like winning in the postseason is ingrained in the culture of South Carolina baseball. There is a different level of confidence, right? Now the season begins. What you did at this point is nice, but it really doesn't matter anymore. And a new season begins right now. And if you're a Gamecock baseball player, coach, fan, what have you, you have that confidence and you know this is when we turn it on. This is exactly where we want to be. We are hosting postseason baseball at Founders Park. We are 0-0, and that is a position that we love to be in because guess what? We've been here before. We've won national championships. We've done it. We've done it. And we've done it at a damn high level. So I think if you're the Gamecocks, you're moving into this weekend with extreme confidence. Are there still question marks to be answered? Absolutely. That goes for every team in college baseball. But I think you love the position you're in right now. I think you've got a very manageable regional. Campbell's obviously going to be the big storyline. Should they have hosted? Should they not? NC State's a sneaky good team out of the ACC, finished below 500 conference play, but they've got a quality club. And then Central Connecticut State as the four seed who you'll play to open it up. You know, could they make some noise? Unlikely, I doubt it, but you never know, right? This is the field of 64. This is the road to Omaha. But all in all, I think you feel confident. I think you feel confident if you're a fan of the Gamecocks. You feel confident if you're a fan of South Carolina baseball that a run could begin starting this weekend at Founders. So, I, you know, I, I move into it with confidence, man. I, I really do. I really do. Um, let's see. Andrew, the textbook says, South Carolina has never lost a regional as a one seed in that regional. That gives me confidence heading into the weekend. Really? Andrew, the textbook, where did you see this statistic? I'm not doubting you. I'm not doubting you. But I am curious, where did you see this? Did somebody else tweet this? Did somebody else post this? Where is this coming from? Because that is really interesting. I did not know that. And again, I'm not questioning you saying you're wrong. I'm, I just, I guess I hadn't really stopped to think about it. I had not stopped to think about it. So that, that is, that is a, that is very much a fun fact. That is very much a fun fact. Let's see. I did, I tell you what, Clemson fans are pissed on Twitter. I, which is so weird. Like it's it's Memorial Day, man. You're you're a top eight national seed. What do you have to be upset about? Let's see. Andrew, the textbook says, do you remember a few years ago where we lost as a two-seed in regional a few years ago versus Virginia? People were saying that then, that was the first time we lost a regional as a host. 
Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Hand of the textbook, saying that's where he got the stat from. Madison Duncan admitting, does each winning bracket have a different name? Just so you know, I just tuned into baseball. This is my first year or season watching and learning. Uh, Madison Duncan, I know the question you're asking. No, it is not like March Madness where you like you have like a southeast region and a northwest or no, it is not that, that it is it is not that way. It is not that way. It is not constructed that way. I get what you're saying, but it is not constructed that way. So. Let's see. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. Uh, really exciting stuff today as we now know the Gamecocks postseason destination. And postseason, who will be in the regional, I should say, more than anything. So, uh, the field of 64 has been unveiled. All gets going this weekend and excited and looking forward to. A lot of fun. with post Dude, the postseason in college baseball is incredible, man. You just... You never know. You never know. Um, looks like the NCBWA dropped a final top 25. South Carolina, 16th in their top 25. There you go. How about it? South Carolina moved up <laughs> from 19th to 16th. Who would have thought? Let's see. Anyways, guys, uh, what a day. What a day, honestly. I'm, I'm just, I'm getting honestly caught up and lost in social media and just the pure, it is so easy to get people riled up, man, and get them going. I mean, it, it is, it is so easy. It is so easy. Um, <clears throat> it is so easy. Mm-mm-mm. All right, let's see. Let's get back into your questions here. I think we had a bunch of questions I missed. Coastal Carolina hosting as well, man. Coastal Carolina hosting as well. Crazy. A lot of great baseball played in the state of South Carolina. A lot of great baseball played. So, highest scoring team in the nation is Campbell. Auburn, a 13 seed indeed. Brandon, you are correct. Alex Heil, what's going on? Appreciate you. Appreciate it, my friend. John ever pointed out that UNC Carolina now a pick them. Yep, that coming via, via Vegas Insider. Vegas Insider. You are, you are correct, sir. You are correct. A pick them. 
out in Vegas. South Carolina, Central Connecticut State, NC State, and Campbell in the regional. How about that? Uh, guys, really quick reminder, just in case you missed it, this week we're back to a normal schedule, by the way. We'll close this thing out at 3.30, noon to 3, the rest of the week. So that means on Friday, <clears throat> we will be live while NC State are playing each other. So we'll have some my guy Jake Crane and enjoy the show at 1.15, his first appearance and he'll jump on every single Friday with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. And as we get ready for a big, big weekend for the Yardcocks and for college baseball as a whole, will you guys be filling out a, a bracket? I'm going to fill out a bracket. And I will probably let you guys know what that bracket says. What that bracket says later this week. I just got a DM, too. I really hope the games are on something other than ESPN+. Plus. Well, guys, here's the good news. They are on something other than ESPN+. Plus. They're on the Big Cock Club. Why not jump in, join us, watch the games along with yours truly, patreon.com slash Big Cock Club, or click the link in bio. It's where you can get access. Click the link in bio on our social media. Click Big Cock Club, guys. You can join today. You can also get 20% off merchandise when you join, right? And again, instead of paying $9.99 a month to ESPN Plus, it might have actually gone up, by the way. Almost positive ESPN Plus went up. Let's see. How much is ESPN Plus? Is it still $9.99 or is it like $12.99? Yeah, $12.99. So, and I think maybe that's just the Disney bundle. I don't know. Okay, subscribe to ESPN Plus only. How much is ESPN Plus? Either way, it's like $9.99. Maybe it's cheaper. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's cheaper. But they want... Yeah. So ESPN Plus is $9.99 a month. The bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu is $12.99 a month. So you can join the Big Cock Club today. Nine and nine, and get access to the Discord, twenty percent off merch, and watch the games along with us, with us. And Andrew, the textbook correct says, "Credit my stat." Uh, upon taking away P, the South Carolina has only lost as a one seed in a regional. Uh, they lost their own regional in twenty fourteen against Maryland in Chad Holbrook's second year. That is a good point. I'm glad you bring that up, and Andrew. I should have known that. Andrew, the textbook. I should have known that because I recall that that, that definitely did happen. And that was a big knock against Coach Holbrook. So, as we close out today's show here on this Monday, May the 29th, 2023, Memorial Day weekend and Memorial Day itself. Again, thank you so much to those who made the ultimate sacrifice so that we can enjoy all of our freedoms. Uh, be sure to keep in mind the reason for Memorial Day today. Again, guys, uh, as we close out the show, just 15 minutes remaining. TDC rocking and rolling as normal this week, noon to three. I know today we had a 30-minute delay for the Field of 64 uh, show, if you will, that let us know who the Gamecocks will be playing in their regional. But uh, the rest of the week, we'll be live noon to three. And, of course, be sure you hit that subscribe button. 
on YouTube and click the bell icon so you get notifications of when we go live and when we drop new video content. Also, be sure you're subscribed to Spurs Up Show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Because, of course, every single day at 5 p.m. Eastern, we are dropping podcast content from this show and more. So, anyways, a lot of exciting stuff happening. Guys, thank you all so much. We're a little bit over, I guess we're exactly two weeks into our new production and distribution, the way that we are doing things in regards to the podcast, and we are seeing massive success. I mean, the results were up 100% over the last two weeks in downloads, and I cannot say thank you guys enough for that love and support. Uh, On three recruits just tweeted, teams with the highest percentage of blue chip commitment so far in the 2024 recruiting cycle South Carolina sits at 89%. When guys, you think about the history of Carolina football and recruiting, that those are numbers like we've never seen. I mean, those are truly numbers like we have never seen. So Shane Beamer and company are doing absolute work on the recruiting trail. And while it's not a surprise, at least to me, it's not a surprise, it is really, really, really cool to see. It is really, really cool to see. 